since Brandon is on that side, you should kick it out, Brandon. Well, welcome back to the Mark Out Movie Podcast. I am Brandon Spivey. And I am Aaron Whitlow. And on yeah. today's episode, we are reviewing Chosen Season 1. But before we do that, Aaron, what do we usually do? Starting this off? Say, I shouldn't start anything. It's terrible. <laughs> Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Spivey. We are the Market Movie Podcast is on today's episode. We are looking at Chosen Season 1. We're kicking off our Easter uh, theme episodes. Uh, I wanted to kick it off with Chosen. I wanted Brandon to see it. I've always said that I've yet to see, like, uh, I, Brandon knows that I don't really care for a lot of, I'm a, and I'm a Christian. Let me just for, first say that I am a Christian. I'm a believer. I just think that a lot of our stuff that is, is not really produced well. And so it kind of gets me out of it. Um, but uh, Dallas Jenkins, who is the producer, director, or the director, I think producer and showrunner for The Chosen, I think he's doing an excellent job with like making a really good looking Bible based Christian series. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Chosen season one, Easter themed yeah. episodes. He says, "Yeah." Uh, but before we do that, we usually do what we've watched. Um, did you watch it? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I will say this. Uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and click on what we watched, and I will tell you what we watched. Well, what I watched. Uh, so I did see last week. I mentioned Shazam. Um. That I watched Shazam. No, I did. And, uh, you hadn't watched it. Yeah. Yet. Okay. Watched I watched it this weekend, it, right? I watched it this past weekend. I thought it was, I thought it was fun as far as like, it was fun for what it was. It just, I'm like you, Brandon. I don't know where uh, James Gunn is going to do with the DC universe, and so it, it, well, it's. I'm like, eh. And then like think- the Easter egg. I was like, it's pointless. I can tell you what he's going to do until Superman. He's going to blame Dwayne Johnson. Because <laughs> that's that's all everybody's doing is blaming him. They're blaming him because he didn't allow a, a post-credit scene. It has nothing to do with your box office results. People didn't go see this. Not because he wasn't in the movie. It's, 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 oh, it's ignorant. Oh, I got into it with somebody the other day about it. It's like they just want to blame Dwayne. He's the scapegoat. Yeah. Uh, for those just tuning in, we will be talking about the chosen. Right now, we're talking about what we watch, talking about what we've seen throughout the week. Uh, just to hang in with us. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, they they're blaming him. They're blaming the Rock, uh, Dwayne, um, and it's gonna he's gonna catch a lot of the flack. Uh, until you know, James Gunn's DC universe shapes up. Uh, if to, it does, to, uh, if it does. Um, now I uh, I did watch I did finish the New Girl, so I, I started a journey in watching the New Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finished that. It was seven seasons uh, long, and I thought it ended. I thought it ended pretty good. It's, it never, to me, got like a moment where it just kind of lulled. 
Like there's never a season that was just like ah, but it was they they've done all they could really do with the show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, it was good for it's good time to end it. Um, so they had an episode that featured uh, a co- crossover between Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I knew that because I watched all of Brooklyn Nine Nine once, and uh, and I seen that episode in there. So I was waiting for that episode to happen in New Girl. And and it does happen, and I, it was very enjoyable seeing uh, the cast from the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Now that I've wrapped that show, seeing them again just in this aspect of New Girl, it made me really happy to see them. I really, I, I think I love Brooklyn Nine Nine more than I like New Girl. I thought that was a better show, like with the characters I like liked a lot more. Um, but no, I enjoyed uh, New Girl. I thought that uh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, was really good as a uh, as Jess Jesse uh, Jessica Day. Uh, I like Nick and Schmidt. Schmidt's my favorite character, and then Winston was good. Uh, the guy uh, Damon Wayans Jr. played Coach on the initial episode on the pilot episode, but at the same time he got cast in Happy Endings, and so he had to go and do Happy Endings. So after the pilot episode, they introduced Winston. Uh, and Winston came in and kind of filled that void, but they didn't rewrite him as coach. Uh, they just made him a, a, a separate character. And later on, coach came back. And so you had that dynamic with them both being on the show as well. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, all in all a really good show. Um, and it's, it leaves Netflix on April 7th. So <laughs> I doubt anybody going to binge watch it. I thought it was a good show. Hmm. Anything else? Um, I started. I seen the first episode of Swarm, uh, which is very. It's it's done by um, Donald Glover. I didn't know that. So, but it felt like Donald Glover before I even knew that. Felt like something like Atlanta, and so, uh, it it's more of a horror, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I think about it just yet. It's. I, I have to keep watching. Um, Anything else I watched? Um, and Aaron just disappeared. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back. There he is. Yeah, I, for- yeah, I forgot about it. If I seen anything, I don't remember it. Anything you watched, Brandon? Just one thing. 65, uh, the Adam Driver uh, film with a few dinosaurs in it. Uh, um to me, honestly, it reminded me of uh, Planet of the Apes a little bit. He crash lands on this planet. It's ran by dinosaurs uh, 65 billion years ago, million years ago. You know what? Mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted more of the dinosaur action. And it's more of Don, Adam Driver trying to figure out how to get out of there with this little girl he finds. And when we get the dinosaurs, it's cool. It's it's just nice to see dinosaurs outside of the Jurassic Park films on on the big stage like this. So when you got it, I, I loved it, uh, but it wasn't enough. Like it felt like they marketed it as a dinosaur movie when it really wasn't. So yeah, I've heard that. I kind of heard that that it looks like it's not really gained love at all. No, it was it was okay, but yeah. It, it's nothing you should go see in theaters. Like it says, it feels like a streaming film. Yeah, it might be. Maybe it'd been more successful if it streamed. I guess um, I haven't seen 
Hey, did John Wick come out yet? Came out today, I think. Okay. Uh, I, I, I like to see that. I'm not sure. Uh, as far as Creed, I'm going to wait for it to stream. I'm not going to see it in theaters. Uh, same with uh, Quantum Quantum Mania. Um, it's just just going for Disney. Yeah, just wait for Disney. I think Shazam was the better movie. Actually, I think DC's last two movies have been better than the past five or six Marvel movies. So I agree. I would agree with that. But yeah, yeah. I think I think Marvel has lost its footing, and I don't know how they're going to get it back. Gang, gang, tracks. I think it's over. I think. People is kind of over the whole superhero thing, uh, honestly. Um, but I don't think I'm lasting, lasting too long or too much longer. Uh, only thing I'm looking forward to really is the Spider-Man films. So back to where okay. it originally started for me, you know, Spider-Man. So yeah, that's really all I really care about these days. Well, with that being said, uh, anything else before we jump into Chosen? No, no, I don't have anything. All right. So we are talking about shows in season one. Uh, like I said, this is a show that was created by Dallas Jenkins um, and written by Dallas Jenkins. It stars uh, as Simon Peter, Shahar Isaac. Uh, and I'm just going to name a couple of them. The main ones that I noticed that jump stands out to me. Jonathan Rumi. I think it's how you say his name is Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, you have Paras Patel as Matthew. I love Matthew. He's like one of my favorite people. Uh, and then Elizabeth Tabish as Mary Magdalene. And then there's other people that's in the film or in the show as well. But um, yeah. Um, so Brandon, I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got we got a comment. Uh, I wouldn't. Oh, it's spam. <laughs> All right, so we're not going to post that. Um, anyway, uh, so the first, in my opinion, just going back and watching this, it, it's a, it's it's slow getting into it. Yeah, first first two episodes, I think. Uh, first episode in like it, the first episode Jesus doesn't show up until the last maybe five minutes, um, which. Which is cool because it kind of tells, shows other people's journey and what they're going through in life yeah. before he kind of, you know, encountered them. Uh, and and uh, what do you think about Mary Magdalene in this first episode? Mm. Are you familiar with Mary Magdalene? Yeah, yeah, all? yeah. I'm familiar. Uh, I would say I'm not as familiar though. Like I know how he helped her and all, but like. I wasn't as familiar with the whole demons, you know, aspect to it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was, I felt that was probably the most realistic, uh, like, exorcism from Nicodemus uh, ever on screen, really, like, realistically. You know, they're not, they're not trying to Hollywood it up. So uh, he didn't know what to do. He was, he felt he couldn't save her. Only God could. And mm-hmm. as far as her, man, I, that's rough. You know, to feel like you have demons in you. Not only feel like you do, but you do. Uh, man, that's rough. You know, you. I got. I can understand her situation where she wanted to basically jump off that cliff. You know, and 
ended, you know, she felt she had no way out. So I, I it, it hit some places deep for me as well. So, cause I've been there, but, uh, I don't know. It, it just, it just hit. Like I, I was very impressed. The storytelling, it's long-term storytelling. So I, I was very yeah. impressed with it from that angle. Um, I did want to mention, you brought up Nicodemus, Eric uh, Avari as Nicodemus uh, is great casting. I felt he, him very, being very sympathetic uh, and a true, a true Israelite. He was like a true uh, believer and, and, and looked forward to like the coming of the Messiah and, and, uh, and just the way that he saw scripture and saw, um, you know, things like he wasn't like a guy that had like a lot of like malice or anything. Not saying he wasn't a sinner at all because we're all sinners and fall short. But I felt that Nicodemus, uh, especially Eric's, uh, Eric Avari's um, interpretation of Nicodemus was well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed him. I felt for him for, uh, for you know, certain scenes we'll talk about. But I really felt for him. So. Yeah, I did too. I mean, especially towards the end, like especially that last episode. I mean, you know, but well, I know we'll get there. But yeah, I felt for him. He was just seeking the truth from the moment he met John the Baptist and forward. Mm -hmm. He was just seeking the who is this Jesus of Nazareth? Who who is this preacher that's apparently able to heal people? You know. I, I can understand it though, from, you know, um, I don't want to say an unbelievers because I'm not an unbeliever, but something you don't understand comes in, you automatically want to rebuke it and all that. Um, so I, it's hard to accept things you do not understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, this first episode is I have called you by a name uh, and it's, and it's about, uh, two brothers struggle with a Jewish tax collector, which is Matthew, uh, which is the uh, the one who penned the Gospel of Matthew yeah. uh, in, in the in the in the Synoptic Gospels. Um, is the two brothers struggle with Jewish tax collector Matthew over their debts to Rome? A Pharisee confronts a demon possessed woman in the red quarters of Capernaum. So that's kind of the. Uh, uh, synopsis of it i want to mention when we talk about matthew i want to also mention uh is his name gaius uh the uh the roman centurion uh who's of germanic descent actually because they mentioned that uh it was even then yeah just it's multi-layered man uh because jews were considered second-class citizens um, to Romans, you know, like uh, they were like considered like dogs or whatever. Yeah. And then you have uh, you have uh, this this Roman centurion. Uh, I want to say his um, his name is. I want to say his name is Gaius. I don't want to be wrong. Uh, I'm trying to pull him up, but I'm not seeing him. Uh, but anyway, you have this Roman centurion. Uh, yeah, Gaius, I was right. Yeah, um, who uh, 
is Germanic, meaning of German Germanic descent. Uh, and so even then, like the uh, Quintus, uh, the um, the uh, Dominus, the uh, the you know the yeah. guy that the bald head, the bald head Billy Zane type of dude. <laughs> Guess, Billy Zane, huh? It's giving me Billy Zane vibes. Like if if this was done like in the nineties, Billy Zane would have totally been cast for that part, um, and would have killed it. And I'm not dissing Billy Zane. Billy Zane, like he gave me, this guy gave me Billy Zane vibes, which was, it's a, I'm giving him props because he that's who that's who he reminded me of. I don't know if it's on purpose, but that's who that's who I seen every time I he came on screen. But yeah, so but he 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 dissed Gaius. He just pretty much said. That your your family uh, rode over and uh, you, you know took it, yeah. and he's like, "Well, we chose to win inside." He says, "Of course you did," uh, but yeah, so even he has disres- get disrespect. But what were your thoughts on the relationship between Matthew and Gaius? Um, at first, I thought it was a lot of friction, uh, but as it went on, that's you could tell that he cared for Matthew um, to a point I was even shocked to see. I mean, why would you care about, you know, this tax collector who everyone hates, you know, you know, everyone, I mean, he is the most hated character in this show. And I didn't like him at first either. It's like, they just came off. I don't know. Odd. Um, Mm -hmm. But as it went on, you know, I was kind of like this character, Gaius, you said, Gaius, right. yeah. I was kind of like him. I kind of had a soft spot for him by the end of it. So, uh, and, you know, I look forward to more of his story in season two. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He just, he just, he was just an oddball, man, compared to everyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that, I thought the same thing. I thought, I thought Matthew, when I thought about Matthew, I thought that he was, he probably had, some type of OCD. He's probably some type yeah. of autistic. It, it wasn't, it couldn't, you know, obviously at that time, they couldn't probably document. They didn't know about that stuff, but that's like, I got that from him, like him wiping off things and it doesn't want to get dirty and, uh, and just he's really good with numbers. He's very like, like Rain Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. And Gaius, it's like Gaius kind of, like take sympathy. There's one scene in one of the episodes where he's like, uh, when they was trying to see what's going on with the commotion in the East quarters, which like Jesus, that's what the paralytic uh, guy, but um, uh, Gaius was like, we'll close up shop and go home. He's like, no, I'm going to come with you. He's like, uh, I, there's a commotion. I can't protect you. He says, uh, how do you think you, how do you, you know, I survived the other yeah. six hours of the day or whatever. And then he says, yeah, and that surprised me. I don't know how you survive. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how you survive, which is true. Like, you like, how does, how does this guy survive? But, you know. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Matthew was so hated, man. And, uh, and that's the thing that I got from this, especially in this first episode, when it comes to Mary Magdalene. Uh, Lilith is what they called her in her demonic form when she was a woman of the streets, you know, yeah. and things like that. Lilith, um, 
and and but Jesus called her by her name. Hence the name of the episode. He he saw her, and 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 she kept trying to hide her face in shame, like, you know, I don't want you to see me. But he's like, no, I, you know, I know you, I see you, you know, um, and so it's just it's very it's a very touching episode. I kind of got a little teared up a little bit <laughs> when I was watching it. Um, well, I think that's yeah. the, the whole theme of the show, though. The people he chose weren't the righteous people. They were the sinners. People that thought they had no business being chosen, uh, which is really and truly all of us. You know what I mean? Because we all, we're all sinners. No matter what we do, I mean, we, we're, we sin every day. But uh, I, I love that aspect, though. And I saw, I saw another aspect that you know, the the rabbis wouldn't understand why you choosing sinners over us. We're mm-hmm. your people, you know, and and I just I love that because he saw something in them, you know, yeah. that other people couldn't see. Which is also a theme about him, you know. Yeah. The unbelievers yeah. can't see it, you know, and just a shame. Hey, like, you know I, what? And the and uh and I just thought about this, and I don't, I don't want to cut you off, but uh, go ahead. I, and I, I will no, say go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and you know, I just thought about this uh, when, when it comes to Nicodemus and um, Mary, um, how Nicodemus failed in casting out the demons. You could feel when he failed how bad he felt that he failed. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like oh whatever it's whatever you know, that ain't my problem. You didn't get that vibe from Nicodemus. It's like I, only God can fix her, and and you know, and he hopes that only God will fix her. Uh, but you know, uh, it's just it's just brilliant. Did uh, did we meet? Um, did we meet? So we did meet uh, Simon and uh, and his brother, right? Yeah. In yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Simon's all over the. The whole show. I mean, he's he's almost kind of the main character in a sense. He he's the first. Uh, so whenever they show the characters' names that's in the show, he's the top build actually. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and it's, it's fitting because Simon is Simon's us, man. We're all Simon. Simon Peter. We're the guy that is rough around the edges who try things our own way. Yeah. Um, get put our foot in our mouth. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, just, <laughs> just, you know, we, we just, we just, we fall short. But you know, and uh, don't want to ask for help. Don't want to ask for help. Yeah. But that's us. And then, like, and yeah. and also, he drags his little brother Andrew into it. Uh, and Andrew, he loves his brother. Hmm. You know, the love that they have for one another is just an amazing thing. And I love that the show features the marriage of Peter and his wife and to show the complexity of being a believer and a follower of Jesus and yet being married and dealing with that. I, th- I thought the show does an excellent job with that, show that conflict. Like, how does a wife, a spouse, deal with the fact that the Messiah has chosen your husband to do some hard things and go and follow and, and and Jesus told told her in one episode, you know, 
this is your mission too. Like this is you're in this too. Y'all are one flesh. So this is you are sacrificing like he sacrificed. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just nothing but the truth right there. I mean, you you're both sacrificing. Dad's sacrifice. I mean, like he never promised it would be easy. It's going to be a struggle. I mean, it's just it's the way of the life. It's of a believer. It's a struggle. It's not easy. It's easy on the other side when you get to the kingdom. Not here, though. It's not yeah. here. Definitely not here. Oh man, it's. Anything you want to mention again on this episode? Um, well, just the ending. I really liked how she was at her breaking point, and he just tapped. I think he just. He, I don't know if he tapped on her or just he touched her hand. Yeah, she she asked for so she um she asked the bar the barkeeper uh, for uh, that dr- uh, drink. Give yeah. me wine. Give me the drink. He's like, he says, you know, it's not going to help your problem. And I, and I, and I give him credit too. He's like, I don't want to give you this. It's not going to help you. You know, you're broken. It's not going to help what's, what's broken for you. And uh, she says, please, just please. Like, like for her, she's going to stop the voices or whatever. Yeah. And so she goes to drink it and Jesus puts his hand on her. And that's how it's revealed. That's how he's revealed is by putting his hand on her, on her hand. And uh, and saying that's not for you, uh, you know, and uh, you know that's not gonna that's not for you. It's not gonna it's not gonna help you. And then like she's like, no, leave me alone. Then she leaves and takes it with her. And is walking out, and yeah. he follows behind her, and and still calling her Lilith. He calls her Mary, Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, Magdalene. Um, and you know, and he he sees to me what what that comes what. What that says for me is that Jesus saw her, uh, saw her, mm-hmm. not 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 her sexuality, not her sin, you know, not her dirtiness and ugliness, or you know, or, or yeah. the, he he's seen her and uh, and cast out the demons that plagued her, and 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 changed her, completely changed her, and. She later said that in another episode, like, I was one way and I encountered him, and now I'm a totally different way. And so that's what he does for us when you encounter Jesus. He literally changes you. You are a new creature. And so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I really, I guess this is like an episode two. You find mm-hmm. out that uh, Simon is working with the Romans. You know, and he tries to get the other people to help, and they refuse to help him. They feel like he's he's betrayed them. And I really like that episode too. You know, the story arc with Simon, because he, he's called it, and he's in a he's in a very bad place. He's in a, he he really is. He's just yeah. oh man, he's he's trapped. He doesn't know what to do. He's gonna he feels like he's gonna lose everything. Yeah. So he basically signs a deal with the devil in a sense with the Romans and uh, it was just, I felt for him. I, I, I felt for him. I think the most through the whole mm-hmm. show just, well, until he gets with Jesus and all that, which is that episode I do believe towards the end. Yeah. Well, no, I think just, that, uh, that is, 
Oh, yeah, I think. Uh, no, no, that's the fourth episode that he that's actually gets with him. Yeah, in the second episode. So this is what the synopsis on IMDb says: uh, Matthew validate, validates uh, Matthew validates um, Simon's arrangement with the Praetor Quintus. Uh, Nicodemus investigates the miracle reported in the Red Quarter, so that's in Mary Magdalene. And also, Mary receives surprise guests at her Shabbat dinner. And so, that was the episode dealing with the Shabbat, which is uh, Shabbat is the Sabbath. So, it's a Sabbath dinner. Uh, so, on Sat um, from Friday to Sunday, uh, essentially, uh, the the Jews celebrated Shabbat or the Sabbath, uh, and so, but part of it is the Shabbat dinner, and so they can they're prepared so that they can eat the feast during Shabbat, but so they're just eating it. They're not they're not actually working. They're taking a rest and they're working. But Mary, what you saw with Mary is that she is accustomed to this because she had a the Elijah seat for Elijah, which is. Uh, done on for the Passover, not so much yeah. for the Shabbat. And so but she didn't know. And uh but she but she's trying. And uh and I loved what I loved about all this. Let's get to what you said about Peter uh or Simon. Uh he 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 thinks he can fix everything on his own as you said before. And uh but all he's doing is making things worse. Yeah. And, and he's like pretty much thinking that he can he can forego doing the Sabbath, not do the Sabbath, so that he could uh, get all the fish, essentially, like cheating. And that's yeah. what he's doing. He's going to work on the Sabbath, and and he's also leaving his wife at home. Um, you know, it's just like he's Peter is not thinking. He's he's you know. Well, I mean, and he's dragging everybody down with him. Actually, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I can relate. <laughs> Just being real. <laughs> you know, you think you can fix it on your own, and you can't, and you get things get worse and worse and worse, and you know, uh, you you had a bottomless pit, and the only way you can go up is with Jesus. Which is what essentially does happen. He saves him. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Uh, <laughs> but in this episode, uh, so the only thing Nicodemus is they they he hears that marriage healed because one of the other uh, Pharisees is with him in the red quarter saw Mary and, and seeing that she was healed, and so they're now investigating how, who healed her, how she healed, how she yeah. changed. Is it something that I did? Is it something that someone else did? You know, and yeah. so, but, and I love the dinner stuff with Mary because you had essentially people that wouldn't have been invited to other people's dinners, Sabbath dinners, uh, in a place with the one that everybody should be with at dinner, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So you have uh, the blind man. The blind woman and the and the and the guy. I love him. I love that guy. Um, he's just like, just I don't know. He's just a talker. He's just like a jokester. Because yeah. he said he mentions. He says, 
I guess some good can come from Nazareth. You know, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's just, I love, let me ask you this real quick. While we're talking, I don't want to scare him over this. What's your thoughts on uh, Jonathan Rumi's portrayal of Jesus? It's funny you should ask because uh, my first time seeing him was obviously in Jesus' Revolution. And there's a, I think it was Kelsey Grammer said, you look like Jesus. Um, I'm not sure if it was Kelsey. It was somebody in that church that said it. It says, well, if I'm living the life of Jesus, I would I want to look like him too, you know. And I know it was a joke based on this, you know, obviously because mm-hmm. he plays Jesus. But um, I thought it was so good in that. But in this, I, mean, I, I believe it, like more so than anyone I've ever seen. And I always kind of put Jim Caviezel up there with Passion of the Christ because I thought he was excellent in that that role playing Jesus. But I, th- I like this guy better. I really do. And I want to see more of him. Like, whatever he does, I want to see it because he is a tremendous actor. Yeah, he's very authentic, man. Very authentic. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just – and I love – I love who – like him. That, that's where I want to get to. Is it okay if we go ahead and move to the next episode? Yeah. All right, because that's my, one of my favorite episodes. It's called Jesus Loves the Little Children. Um, and it's just the sweetest episode. Uh, Jesus befriends and teaches a group of children who discovers his camp on the outskirts of Capernaum. And so I love just his interaction with these kids. Uh, the main little girl that uh, pops up, I'm trying to remember her, her name. A- uh, Abigail? Yeah, Abigail. And then you have uh, Joshua the Brave, he calls him. Yeah. Joshua the Brave and the other kids. But I love how her innocence, her childlike innocence, she comes, she just is playing. She comes across Jesus' camp and starts playing with her doll, like, you know, like a little kid would do, you know, little my little grandkid would, you know, do stuff like that. And, uh, and, you, and, and she doesn't, she sees Jesus. And she runs and she sees she's going to take food, but she doesn't take the food. She thought better about it. She's like, no, it's not mine. I can't take it, you know. And so but she sees Jesus and she runs away and gathers her friend Joshua uh, to come back with him, with her. Uh, And uh, and I love how Jesus kind of introduces himself to them by like making like like noises. You know, and at first you're like, "What are you doing?" But it's like, uh, like we would do that to kind of loosen up the tension between, you know, like kids, like your son or yeah. grandkids. You know, you want to just get them just relaxed, and I love that. Yeah, it was a it was a very good moment. Uh, very, as you said, sweet. Uh, maybe the sweetest moment in the whole show. Uh, it's just it's very sweet and tender. You know, it's it just. Like I said, the way he plays him, you just you want to follow him. Like, and I was thinking while watching this, can can you imagine living in this time when he's walking the earth and getting these followers, and Mm -hmm. you just want to follow him? I no questions asked. You just you see what he does, how he talks. He's he very much knows what he's talking about. 
you feel it. It's the truth. You can feel it. You can see it. And again, I don't understand why the these unbelievers can't see that. But and the, the and the also the authority in which he, yeah. he, he says these things. You know that, like you said, you know that it's coming from a place of authority. Uh, and yeah, then, not, like you said, it is right. It's not preachy though. You know it. It's not. It's not preachy. Um, you just, I don't know. It's almost like he talks to these people as if they're children, his children. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as like I said, it's, he's just a sweet man all the way through the show uh, that you just want to follow. Uh, and uh, I love how like the kids, when they're talking among themselves and they are, uh, no, ma'am, no, 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 that'd be later. Put that up. Um, Talking about no bam, put that up. Um, talk about little kids, right? Uh, but uh, I love how like the they they're talking. They're like, maybe he's a murderer. Maybe he just maybe he's that. But you know, and, that, and Abigail's like, no, he's not. He's he's not. He's not that. He's 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 good. You know, I love how um, they highlight. Like I love how she kind of. Let them know, no, like they believe her, and yeah. and and she's and and another thing about her is she's not even she's not even in temple, like she's not in school uh, to learn. Like like women at that time, girls could not learn the Torah. They couldn't they couldn't go to school to learn these things, but like Joshua can and the other boys can. Uh, but as you can notice, whenever Jesus asked them questions. She's the first one with her hand up answering questions because she knows. And uh, and it just makes me, it just makes you feel good that you know that they're, they are, they are the exact same people that Jesus came to save. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He came to, to, uh, to make the way for, and he reveals himself to them, you know, essentially. Uh, and, and, and they, <laughs> I love it. So, but well, yeah, I just want to get your thoughts on that episode. I, I love that episode. Uh, I, you know, like I said, you just wanted to follow him. Um, I, I I love the whole, you know, the chemistry between him and the children. No, I was just his. Uh, it's gift, and he was the most gifted man that ever walked the earth. So, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I just thought it was a sweet and tender episode. And and he in this episode, uh, chronologically, takes place. So this is what's happening in this episode. This is what's happening while Mary is going through what she's going through. Because at one point yeah. Jesus says, "I," because I, they said, "Where were you yesterday?" And he says, "I had to stay in town because somebody, a girl, a, a, a friend of mine, a lady, needed my help." And so, uh, and so that's when he encountered Mary. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. um, I don't mind that it's out of order either, because, you know, it's just like just showing different aspects of what's happening uh, with him throughout the the region in which he's traveling. But, uh, yeah, the episode that you talk about, which I think sounds like was one of your favorite episodes, is episode four, The Rock on Which I, It Is Built, which is uh, with his life and family under threat from Rome. Simon spends one last night fishing in a desperate attempt 
to square his debts. Andrew spots a familiar face waiting for them on the shores of Galilee. So this whole episode, Jesus doesn't appear until like the tail end, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, he appears in the next morning when uh, they didn't catch anything. Um, And he's like, I got to face the music now. And then he sees Jesus. They, his brother sees Jesus. And that's the man I'm talking about because he was telling him earlier about him, and he just kind of brushed it off like nonsense. Um, and he had no time for Jesus when he when he got up to to him. As like he was like, just hold on for a minute. I want to I want to do something for you, you know. And he's like, who is this guy? <laughs> What's he want from me? <laughs> My life is completely a wreck right now. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I love that whole. Uh, the, the, I love everything about it, though. Uh, he he finally does listen, and he says, "Put your nets back in the water," uh, and they do. And a whole like most fish I've ever seen come into a net ever. Like it's and then he had to call others to come and help, which yeah. is in the scriptures as well. Uh, in the scriptures, they pushed out a little further in the sea, and it happened. But uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, I thought that it was, I thought it was great, man. Uh, and and also, it make it, like I love that Matthew was there and he witnessed it as well. Yeah. And uh, and and he, and that's what, cause he can't explain it. No. No one can explain it. Explain it like he Jesus says, cash your nets and uh, hey, Bilfer, how you doing, Hello. buddy? Uh, but yeah, uh, and so I love that the uh, I love how that happened, man. I thought that it was really excellent. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking like he thought you know it was impossible. I actually think he said it was impossible. It's like it's like he couldn't comprehend what he saw. He like mm-hmm. he wanted to believe, but he couldn't believe. You know, he, and that's the thing. Even some people, even if you see it, you don't believe it. You know, it's. it's <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that episode though. I loved everything about it, um, and I also loved how Simon Peter. You know, he changed. So, well, he didn't change right then, but he started to change. The more he was around Jesus, he started to change. I loved how uh, Simon was like, hey, why don't you do that a couple of hundred more times? And we yeah. can, you know, and then like, he's like, no. He's, and then that's when he told him, hey, man, I'm going to make you a fisher of men, you know. And he's like, I, I don't know what that even means, but okay. You know, and think about it, like, at that time, he wouldn't know what that meant. Like, what does that mean to be a fisher of men? And so you, I love how with also you see how they didn't know how what parts they're going to play in everything. Yeah. Peter thought that it was his job to be the protector, yeah. be the guard and stuff like he was like, let me check and make sure the perimeter is right. Let me make sure that nobody's coming in on you and stuff. But that's what not the work that Jesus had for him to do, uh, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I love that episode. Um now I guess we can move to unless anything else you want to say about the episode. No, no, no. I mean, I did love when they. I think I don't know if it was that episode or not. When he, Jesus met his wife, 
I, I love that episode. Yeah, uh, I think that happened in the next episode, the wedding, the wedding gift. Yeah, uh, I was thinking the, it did. Uh, yeah, but I, I like that episode what, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicodemus interrogates John the Baptist, uh, John the Baptizer, while Jesus and the students make their way to a wedding celebration in Cana. During the ceremony, Jesus' mother Mary makes a special request. Uh, one thing that uh, the Bible, one of the, like in John, I think it mentions that uh, when Jesus and all these disciples left, his his brothers left with him. So his brothers was there. The show at this scene didn't talk about his brothers. Um, and But that is brought up later on in a later season. Um, but uh, uh, what was your thoughts on that? Plus, we get to meet a new another disciple of Thomas Didymus. Uh, what was your thoughts on that that episode, the wedding gift? Uh, I like the wedding episode. Um, I was more f- fascinated with uh, his brother's wife's dad. Uh, he just seemed like he was against. I don't want to say again. He just didn't feel like he was good enough for his daughter, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, but how he quickly changed. And also his episode of Jesus turned the water into wine. <laughs> Which it was uh, Thomas, right? Who, yeah. like, it was a, it was like, this is ridiculous. Why are we yeah. filling these up with water? You've heard of the, the, uh, the term Doubting Thomas. Well, yeah. that's who it is. It's, it comes from him. Because Thomas is the guy that, like, and Jesus says this. He says, I know a guy in Capernaum just like you who's really good with numbers and, and counts everything. He's talking about Matthew before he even met Matthew. Uh, but, yeah, so Thomas is very much like Matthew, but not as quirky as Matthew. Uh, but he just, he, he wants to do the math, do the math. He wants to make sure everything's good, make sure. You know, we they asked yeah. for only three containers of wine. We should bring like two more. You know, that's just that's just Thomas. Thomas is like, let's make sure everything is accounted for. Um, and uh, but yeah, uh, but I love that. Uh, I love w- one thing that I loved about this episode is uh, Jesus and Andrew, like the like the joke. Andrew has four legs or four feet yeah. or something like that, and, it, and they can't dance. And then, like and Jesus, they they said, "Jesus, can you do anything about that?" He says, uh, <laughs> "Even so, there's some things that even I can't do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, lo- I love I love uh, uh, Jonathan's humor as Jesus. I love that aspect too. By the way, yeah, yeah, he's he's got so many levels, you know. To him as as Jesus, it's it's really unreal how really amazing he was, and I don't know if he got nominated for anything. Uh, he should have, but you know, I could say a lot of people in this show should have got nominated for something. It's a lot of good work here, all, hmm. uh, all the way around. It's 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 like I know you talked it up a bit. I have a friend; uh, she talked it up when it came out. I was like, I'll watch it at some point. <laughs> I just didn't think it was going to be all that great. It's a TV show. It, well, how good can it really be? I know I shouldn't say stuff like that, but that's just kind of how I, 
I just shrugged it off, you know. Kind of like Simon yep. Peter. <laughs> Shrug yep. stuff off. But, but yeah, I was blown later away. On, the, later on, Nathaniel's that way too, because he says, Can anything good come from Nazareth? So he's like, It's like, can yeah. anything good come from like a TV show? You know, how good could it be? Well, I mean, you That's know, true. a Christian TV show. I guess I'm like you when it comes to TV. Like, because I have, I don't think I've even seen a TV show. Uh, maybe the Bible. I watched a couple episodes of that. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't really get into it. Um, so kind of stopped. Uh, but this was mind blowing. I'm actually planning to buy this for my dad. The first two seasons on DVD. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think he would get a real kick out of it and really enjoy it. He's always looking for some yeah. new stuff to watch. So. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a great idea, actually. Uh, I think. I know my. I think my father. It's the same thing, bro. I think my father would love it. I don't think he has a DVD player though. But I think I know that my father would enjoy it. Uh, uh, just a different like take on uh, Jesus, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love the I love the water and the wine stuff. If you think about the act, the the actual act itself is that Jesus was able to take to take to make wine. It takes grapes, you know, vine fruit or whatever, and you got to smush it and it's got to take time to ferment. You know, it takes time to become wine. It's not an overnight thing. It takes a while for it to happen. Jesus literally created wine out of, out of nothing, ex nihilo, out of nothing but water. He transformed the elements of water into wine. Yeah. It's just, it's just, that's an insane thing to even wrap your mind around. And so, uh, and I love how even Thomas was like, I don't know why we're filling this up, man. I don't know why you're filling these water up. This is not it. He's like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. But Jesus is like, I know what's going to happen. But um, yeah, and it made and it made the people of the house look good. He said, hey, man, the other people serve like the good wine uh, first. And then when everybody's drunk, they serve the bad wine. But they served the best one last, you know. Yep. Uh, I mean, it was it was really good. I mean, every episode's good for its own merit, but I I really enjoyed this one as well. Uh, I don't know. It's just it, it felt like each episode was like a chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like a chapter, and I was really enjoying the chapters, and I hated that it ended, like. Yeah. I didn't really feel like I was going to want to continue. I ain't going to lie to you. I didn't feel like I was going to want to continue, but I do. I actually do yeah. want to continue. Well, let, me ask, let me ask you this. Was, uh, was it after the first two episodes that it kind of picked up for you? Or when did it kind of pick up for you? Uh, I mean, I was interested in the first episode. I mean, it, it, was, a little, it was a little slow burn, but I feel like once Jesus showed up, I was invested completely, you know. And once he was like a full on character throughout the show, I mean, I was, I was, I was really there. But mm-hmm. uh, I think I was into it from the get go, though. It, I don't mind slow burns as long as they eventually get to a point. Before, mm-hmm. Like, it's not like the last 10, 15 minutes of a movie, so to speak. So it took yeah. about 15 minutes to get to while we're there over like an eight hour show. 
So that's not bad. Yeah. Man, one of my favorite episodes is actually the next next episode, uh, which is uh, it's it's called Indescribable Compassion. Uh, after witnessing the healing of a leper on the road to Capernaum, the friend of a paralytic takes t- desperate measures to get him through the crowd to meet Jesus. Um, and uh, yeah, was... and then this, yeah, like I love how we started with the. I think we started with the leper. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and. This and he's like, man, these aren't the stolen tools. I'm literally giving you my what I'm what I work with. These are the, th- the last thing I have is my tools, but I'm dead desperate to sell these to get money to to live, to do, uh, and uh, and so, uh, and he's marked as unclean, and people says unclean, unclean when they see him, and you got to stay back because you can make them considered making them dirty. Uh and uh and I love how first thing when Jesus uh, encountered uh the Ethiopian woman uh uh Tamar I love how Jesus starts speaking Egyptian to her, to her uh and uh and and cuz it calls back his early life in Egypt. Um but I love how he just was that personal with her, you know and connected with her and that she was there to witness Jesus show compassion to this uh, leper and, and, and embraced, you know, like he did stuff that would have made him unclean. But the thing about Jesus is he cannot become unclean. He actually makes things that are unclean, clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, it's an amazing thing where he, uh, like I love, I love, like that's, I kind of got teared up there too when he embraced the the leper, and the leper is like, please don't turn away from me, <laughs> don't turn away from me, yeah. and and he's like, I, I won't, I'm not going to turn away from you. I see you, I, I you know, I wouldn't do that to you, and so, just man, but yeah, let's talk about this episode. What what else you liked about that episode? Oh, I love the, how they. The streets were filled uh, when he was just talking, you know, and, you know, the Romans were there. The uh, Pharisees were there. Matthew. Yeah, Matthew was there. He wanted to get a good seat, so he got on top of the roof. With, and I noticed uh, what you said with with the kids, with Abigail and uh, uh, Joshua the Brave. But I noticed what you said real quick, and, I, and you can continue. Uh, I noticed right then you said it. He was treated, Matthew's treated bad by everyone. You notice the people spitting on him? Yeah. Yeah. And he thought he was getting stoned, I do believe, when they were throwing grapes at him, trying to get his attention to come up. Because that was the first time someone wasn't judging him. They was like, come on up here, watch. You know, and I I don't feel like he ever felt like he was invited to anything, you know. So Mm -hmm. he's been an outcast and you know you know i think uh, all of us christians truly christians have always felt like that like we're an outcast never belonged and i know i can mm-hmm. say that for myself um and I, you know I, if i can say one thing about this show before really diving into this episode is like I, I finally found the show for me that really 
says who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, what I really loved about this episode was that this woman was so desperate for, I don't know if it was her friend or what. He was paralyzed for mm. Jesus to heal him to see if he's the real deal. So they tore down the roof to make a way for him to come in in that room. And I just loved everything about everything. So much was going on at that time. Yeah, it's, you know? it's a lot of stuff. You have Nicodemus coming to see. You have uh, Shamil, who is like a, a Pharisee, but he doesn't believe. He's not a believer. Then you have the other guy that might be sensitive because he's standing with Shamil. But he, uh, but it looks like he kind of believes. He's starting to believe. Um, and uh, then you have, um, like you said, you have uh, Peter, uh, Simon was kind of standing like, man, we got to clear these people out of here. Yeah. Finally, Andrew, Andrew said, look, brother, just maybe you need to be a fisher of men. I don't, we don't, maybe you already know what it means. And so he started going, instead of telling them to leave, he started saying, this is Jesus of Nazareth. This is Jesus of Nazareth. This is Jesus of Nazareth. The people, I love how he went to the little kids and said, and they said, we know it's Jesus of Nazareth. We we know him. <laughs> we, yeah. we, met, we, we met, we knew him before you, essentially. And so, uh, I love that, man. And I love also how Matthew, when he, when the, when they stand on the roof and lower him down, the guy, I loved how um, Matthew started eating the grapes. At first he was like, uh-uh, no. But then he's like, Start eating them like paying, like not even paying attention, just like watching a movie. Yeah. I love that. That's like my, my favorite little thing is him just eating grapes, like and not even thinking about anything anymore, but what's going on. Uh, and then, like, Peter told him, he says, Well, since you're gonna eat here, might as well write it right on your tablet. Yeah, you know. so you know, I, I love that whole everything that's going on. I really loved it. And you said, uh, the one that didn't believe who later on was saying he was a false prophet. Yeah, Shamil. That came in the season finale. Um, mm-hmm. But I loved how he healed him, and they were trying to get in the room to ar- arrest him. You know, and they they cleared out, cleared out but uh, what was her name? Mary, Mary, yes. Uh, she had a conversation yeah. with, uh, what's his name? Oh, just, uh, oh Nicodemus. Nicodemus, yes. He wants to meet him. Face to face, he doesn't want to cause harm. Genuinely meet him. Genuinely yes. just meet him. Yeah, and I love that we go into that in the next episode, and, if, and the meeting happens. And I love that whole scene of him meeting him, wanting you know, kneeling down to him, uh, mm-hmm. kissing his hand. I mean, it was a, it was a beautiful moment, and I think it's something we'll all want to do. You know. We do meet him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I liked about this episode, too, is when Jesus said to, uh, like he says, to the uh, paralytic, to the uh, paralyzed man, your sins have been forgiven. Yes. And they were like, like, who can forgive sin? They didn't say it. That's thinking. And Jesus says, who's this that can forgive sin? Like, tell him what he's thinking. Isn't this blasphemy? Blah 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 blah. Where he said, "What is easier to say your sins will be forgiven, or uh, to take up your bed and uh, and walk?" You know. And then, like uh, he says, the Son of Man has the authority to forgive sin. And then he says, and then he looked at him. He says, "Take up your bed and walk." Yeah. 
then the guy, I love that camera pulls out and shows his toe. His toe just does a simple little movement, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like first time ever in his life that toe has ever moved. Yeah. And, and, and not only, and, and not only that, Jesus, with the leper, with this man, what Jesus is doing is getting rid of their poverty because now these men can work. They can gain money. They can, you know, have a living. They wasn't, they wasn't able to do that before. Now they can actually do that. He's reversed these things. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's such a touching episode. Any way you look at it, I mean, it's just, it's a blessing, really. I mean, the whole show's a blessing. But I don't know, it's just, to see how where he started, walking by himself, to now all kinds of people are following him, and it's causing the Romans to lose control, and it's just, they, they're at a place where they got to shut him down. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, which I know what's coming. Well, I don't know if it's coming, coming, but I know we all, if you know anything, you know what's coming. Yeah. You know Judas is coming, and you know eventually the crucifixion's coming. I don't know if that happens in season three or not. I haven't seen it. Obviously, uh, I have no way to watch it. But I'm not spoiling anything, Brandon. You do have a way of watching it. Do I? Yeah. How? It's not on uh, Amazon. It's, uh, or any other streaming thanks. service I have. I, I check. I'll let you know. Uh, do you? You don't have a way of getting the uh, the chosen app, do you? It's free on the chosen app. Make you watch it on my tablet. Okay. Yeah, it's free on it's free on that app. Um, but yeah, yeah. I make sure you watch it. It, it'll work make, out. It'll You'll work. be able to see it. Yeah. You're gonna watch it. So. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So this next episode is the invitation. As Matthew struggles to make logical sense of miracle he has witnessed, Nicodemus' family meets with Jesus in secret. And that's what you was talking about when Nicodemus yeah. uh, kissed Jesus's hand and uh, let me kiss the son, you know. And then like for Nick, like Nicodemus is like he just has so many questions. He just wants yeah. to ask. Uh, it, it, the joy you see the joy that's in him. It's like, and it's funny because Nicodemus is older than Jesus, like, or, like in this scene. But J- Nicodemus looks like a little kid. Absolutely, seeing like, seeing like, not Santa Claus. I want to say Santa, but seeing like, like a superhero, seeing somebody that they waited to see their whole life, and and Nicodemus did what he's waited to see to have this moment, and Jesus invites him. To come, follow me, Whew. man. Oh man, that's a that's that gets into some stuff later in the next episode. But yeah, um, yeah, it was, oh, yeah a, it was a heartwarming episode, though. I mean, just with the meeting in general, um, like it. Yeah, you're right. He was like a little kid meeting his uh, childhood hero. You know. Which looks like he studied the, the the word of God his whole life. So mm-hmm. you know, and it's, that is his hero. God, you know, yeah. is his hero. And seeing his son, you know, it, it's the Messiah. You know, who he's yeah. 
read about, you know, he's coming, you know. So, yeah, he would have all kinds of questions about that. You Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what people thought that lived through that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can only imagine. And, and Nicodemus is the teacher of teachers, so he's the guy that. Yeah, he's that, like really respected. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and also in this episode, we get a love when uh, Matthew essentially is at a point where he just he's questioning everything. Yeah. He's not really interacting with Gaius. Gaius is trying to have like a little conversation with him, cheer him up a little bit. You know, he, Gaius isn't mean at all to Matthew. It's not. It's like you can tell that he really cares for Matthew. Um, but um, he, but Matthew is just like kind of disenfranchised, disenchanted with everything. But it's. But then you have that scene where Jesus is passing through. And he stops and looks at Matthew, mm-hmm. and he says, "Matthew, so now Adolphus or something like that, follow me." You know, and he's like, "Me?" He's like, "Yes." And then, but the other disciples are like, "No, what are you doing, Jesus?" He's yeah. a tax collector. <laughs> yeah, um, especially Simon Peter. I mean, he really didn't want him to come, <laughs> which I, I could understand to a point but he, but I think Jesus even said look where I found you you know look what I've done for you you're mm-hmm. in his position you know what it's like and he's like he didn't want to convert at that moment with Jesus on uh, yeah. Matthew but he does you know because he knows he knows the way and he believes him and he's following him. So yeah, yeah. I but he he really had a problem with it. Like I just thought it, I thought it was humorous that he had such a big problem with it and he went through exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I loved it. I love how Matthew literally gave up everything yeah. immediately. He's like it, he didn't think twice about it. He's like, Cool, here, take my key. This is my house. Take my dog. <laughs> he's like I, um, which is what a good boy, what a good boy that dog is. But uh, but yeah, uh, they. I loved how he was just like, yeah, Jesus is following me, and that, and that, and that. Uh, you know that kind of parallels with, or just opposes with Nicodemus, where Matthew could freely give up everything and follow Jesus. Nicodemus has that desire to do it, but just can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a, that was a sad scene. And I recall, cause I watched it like, right before, like an hour, like an hour before you, the hour before I texted you, like I was watching it. And it's like, he was so close, <laughs> you know, and, and those words hurt. And you can see mm-hmm. Nicodemus crying and it, shameful and just like he really wants to but he just can't yeah he left the money but he's like I just can't I can't I can't do it you know uh, and you know but you could tell I honestly believe this is my thoughts now I might be wrong and I pray that I'm not I pray that one day when we, when I get to, get to heaven um, that I will see Nicodemus and give him a hug and love him uh because um 
I, I that's what I'm saying. I believe Nicodemus was a believer. It just at that time it wasn't his time to follow. Maybe I don't know, uh, but I, I believe that Nicodemus was a believer uh, of Jesus. Yeah. Um, just that he just he couldn't couldn't come. He 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 could come, but he couldn't come. Uh, and, I mean, and just you you can see the hurt and the in yeah. the turmoil. Like like it's like it's like wanting to go on a field trip, but you just can't do it. And I also think this, and this goes with everybody involved in the show, all these characters. Eventually, you have to get yourself out of the way and follow him. And Nicodemus mm-hmm. couldn't get himself out of the way, which a lot of us can't. We we struggle getting ourselves out of the way. But comes a point mm-hmm. where you just got to. He's like, uh, just take over. I'll follow you. And you just you lead me wherever. And and at that point, he just couldn't do it. But it wasn't his time, as you said, to do it. Yeah. But it was a really touching, heartbreaking moment when Jesus, you were so close. I'm trying to, I don't want, I, I don't want to, yeah. I'm trying to turn down my tablet. There we go. That's right. We had a comment. Jerry says, blessings to you too. Thank you, Jerry. Um, yeah, I wanted to see what he's saying without the feedback but yeah. um ne- next episode uh which is the last episode of the season um is also a really good episode it's i am he after a miraculous visit to simon's house that's where jesus heals simon's mother mother-in-law jesus and his students uh, leave capernaum while under pressure from religious and roman authorities Jesus makes a surprise stop at Jacob's well for an important encounter. I love how this episode, uh, it's not the only episode. We had another episode, I forgot which one it was, where they showed Moses at the very beginning. The code open was Moses uh, hanging the uh, hanging the bronze serpent onto the, the pole, which is where the hospital gets their little medical sign symbol. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, the the it says anyone that looks on it and believes in Adonai shall live, uh, and um, and and that's and and that is like so that's kind of a type of Christ of Jesus that anyone will look on the Son and have faith will live, uh, and so and that was a that was a Nicodemus episode that was that was a cut open for the Nicodemus episode. Cause you brought that story back up to him, right? Yeah. Or yeah, was or was that him, or was it someone else? I think it was him. Uh, yeah, I forgot what it is. Yeah, they kind of run together, but uh, but yeah, but then this one got a cut open, and we see Jacob digging the well, trusting God. Jacob says he encountered, and he's talking to the uh, the uh, that I would say the African, maybe Ethiopian. I don't uh, Kishite, maybe. I'm not sure, but uh, but. He's talking to the the man, and uh, he said to him, like the man was like, "So you don't have a god that you carry with you? You don't have this? You don't have that? So what do you, you know?" He says, "Well, I encountered him once, and he broke my hip." <laughs> <laughs> it is where Jacob wrestled wrestled the angel of the Lord, which is which is God. That was God. He wrestled, and he got beat, uh, but he also got blessed because his name became Israel. Um, but yeah. 
but he gave them the well. He dug that well on the promise and established the well there. And that same well years later then would transpose to this woman, this Samaritan woman, at the well in the hot, hottest part of the day. Because she gets harassed and people don't want to see her and be around her. And she's lonely. Yeah. But she's got men, but she's lonely. Uh, uh it's it's uh it's very it's like about abuse, like sexual abuse as, as well. So it's very potent episode. Self worth as well. So Yeah, it was a, that was probably one of the very first stories I remember hearing as a child about the woman at the well. And so seeing it, I was like, eh. it, it was just it was very touching to see and see her emotions. It's like yeah. this guy's crazy. You know, <laughs> until to see her like almost like skipping for joy. So I'm gonna tell everybody, you know, leaving and, a pot, <laughs> leaving her pots behind there. Yeah, it's it was just it was a triumphant scene, and I I really dug it. I really dug seeing that on camera, like because you hear about it, but it's it's different when you hear about it and when you you see a visual of it. Mm-hmm. And I really I really like that scene. It's like it was a standout for me throughout the whole show, that particular scene. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved how he was like, <clears throat> he told her, he was like, uh, he, he he told her who she was. You know, like, yeah. like the, like, well, in the scripture, it talks about, um, you know, go get your husband. And I tell you both. And then uh, uh, she says, I don't have a husband. He says, uh, you spoke incredibly. Correct, because you have like five husbands. Yeah. <laughs> and the one you're with now is not your husband. And then she's like, I see your prophet. She tried to change the subject a little bit. And Jesus was like, uh, you know, the time was coming where true worship will happen in spirit and in truth. It doesn't matter if you worship in a temple, on the on a mountaintop, in the temple, uh, worship is gonna start inwardly. Um and we are we are there now with the Holy Spirit indwelling us. Uh, that worship comes springs forth uh, from us. Um, and so, yeah, I love that. At the end of it, she was so she, she was so the joy that she had. Yeah, was was amazing. I loved it. I loved how she was like. This must this must be the Christ. He told me he told me everything about me. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was like, it was a really touching scene. Uh, it was a feel good episode for the most part. Uh, until we get to like Nicodemus and I can't think of his name. The one that's really Shemil. coming against him. Yes, Jamil. Okay. The one that's really coming against him and then thinks he's a false prophet. Um, you know, and it's like, and you, I expected Nicodemus in the moment to, you know, reject that theory because he knows he's not, but he, he says he won't. Mm. And yeah. I guess in a way he's kind of protecting himself because it feels like Shamil's mm. like coming after him too. It's like he's lost yeah. respect for him. But yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think that Shamil, uh, Jamil's testing Nicodemus to see 
are you with me or are you going to be against me? Because if you're against me, then I'm going to be against you and I'm going to, you know, throw you under the bus with everything. Um, yeah. And so, but now I loved how also the disciples were, even even Matthew was like, but we don't, people, we don't go to go through Samaria. We don't, we don't deal with them because they destroyed this and they did this and they did that, you know. And he's like, none of y'all was alive for that. Yeah. It has nothing to do with y'all. And that's how it should be with us uh, today with a lot of things, uh, we, which we should not saying move past things because some things are hard to move past. But I'm saying that uh, we should, uh, you know, God, Jesus says, I got to go through Samaria. And he went there for her. That's the reason why he had to go to Samaria. Because to meet her, it was no accident, coincidence that he was there at that well waiting on her. You know, um, he, you know, God, when God, when God encountered you, that wasn't an accident. He desired to encounter you when he encountered you. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, so we gotta, we gotta sometimes get out of our comfort zone and get ready to, you know, encounter people that might not look like us, might not think like us, might not came from the same economic background as us or race, uh, you know, or, or, you know, ethnic background from us, not race. Cause we're all, it's just one human race, but ethnic background from us, but we should desire to, um, love and, and you know, feed, feed his sheep, you know, to yeah. be fishers. He's gonna sort them out. That's what he said. I'm, I'm, I sort them out. You cat, you gather. I sort them out. That's what he does. No doubt, no doubt. That's what he does. Are you ready to give your marks or anything else you want to mention? No, I, I think we covered pretty much all of it. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna so go much ahead. for a short episode, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. But yeah, but it, we we dove into it. Um, but I'm going to give the show five stars out of five, five markets out of five, rather. Um, I thought that it's a great show. Uh, I thought that the they they cast it, everybody they cast it well. Jonathan Rumi is the standout as Jesus. Uh, Shahar Isaac is standout as Simon. Like, and then I, I think Mary Magdalene stands out to me as well. She really. Is someone that I really enjoy seeing. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, everybody. Now, the other disciples, at this point, we had really got to really gather and know them as well. Yeah. Like, John and and uh, Big Big James <laughs> and Little James uh, and others. But, yeah. Um, but I, I, I love the show, man. Five more guys for me. Yeah, I thought for the people it focused on, it, it knocked it out of the park. Uh uh, Matthew was a standout. Uh, and I knew they were going in that direction. I just, when you first meet him, you just don't really, you don't really like him. You know, you just something, it's just not right. But as it went on, you just, you kind of have a soft spot for him. And I said that about Simon Peter. Uh, obviously, Jesus, you have a soft spot for him for obvious reasons. Uh, but he was so good. In the role, though he, he really was, but yeah, I gave it a five out of five on the markout meter, uh, easily. 
I didn't think I would, but I, I do. Five out of five. All right. Uh, so next week, it's your choice. What are we choosing? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to – I wasn't going to, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Chosen Season 2. Yes. Yes, what are we doing, buddy? Yes. All right. That's awesome. Because I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. After watching that season of uh, – last season of one, I wanted to watch two immediately, but I was like, ah. I wait just in case we're gonna watch it, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it got me hyped, man. But all right, uh, what do we want the people to do? Well, if you like today's episode, we would like for you to like, share, and subscribe to the Mark Out Movie Podcast channel. And yep. if you don't follow us on Facebook, click that like button and share it to get us more likes on there. And Thanks. also, if you are interested in watching chosen uh Ch- chosen season one is literally free pretty much everywhere you think of youtube uh prime um uh netflix it's like pretty much everywhere um but season two uh and three three for sure you can get on the uh the chosen app which is free uh, but uh, as Brandon might experience, it might not be on every single. It's not on uh, the PlayStation device. Four. <clears throat> is, is anything that says Angel Angel Studios on there? No, nothing. Uh, um, <clears throat> but uh, let's see, chosen. Let's see, season two. It's included with description on Prime. It's free on Peacock. Free on Angel, uh, and some called. Let's see, season three is free only on the Angel Studios app, or, or then another app called BYU TV. Is that Brigham Young University? That's that's Mormons. Well, okay, yeah, it's free on that. Maybe you can download that app and then delete it immediately after you watch the episode. Um, <laughs> How dare you say such a thing? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there. We're not brethren in the Mormons. That's not. We're not the same. But okay, all right. But yeah, it's on this app too. Uh, all three seasons actually on this app. Uh, maybe you can look and see if it's on there. Um. No offense to Mormons, but you know, somebody had to tell you. All right. Um, all I think right. you done insulted them. After a peaceful episode, you had to say something about another denomination. Um, Can't we just but, all uh, agree to follow Jesus and be done with it? We should, but <laughs> we can. That's a different conversation. It but, is. Uh, we, I know it is. We thank you. We thank you for listening. We thank you for watching. Uh, enjoy. Watch season one if you hadn't seen it, and then watch season two and three with us because we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and knock this out, Brandon. I'm just gonna let you know. Spoilers. I'm choosing season three. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we thank you. Have a good week and weekend. Uh, and love the Lord and thy neighbor. Peace. Peace.
Peace.